Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. Hi friends, this is Editing Chloe for Rum the Future, letting you know that this is a two-part series and the first part has already come out. So if you would like to listen to that or watch that, depending on if you're listening to the podcast or watching the video, uh, the link for that will be right here in the cards for you. I recommend watching the first part before listening to the second. Frankly, I shot this in one take and it was way too much footage for YouTube, perfect for podcasting, but way too much footage for YouTube. So that's why it's like this. But uh, yeah, if you would like to watch part one, which I do recommend, it is linked here. It will be linked down below. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the tips. And that kind of leads us into the next topic. Now, these next few are not in any particular order. That is all of the getting started stuff. Now, you can absolutely start actually making the content. But these next several points not in any particular order, just take what you will. So first and foremost, we have learn. I feel like people think sometimes that they are going to learn, like even this video that I am making now and this episode that I'm doing now, eventually this information will become outdated and I will do a follow-up when more things happen because technology is constantly evolving. And I think most people think that they are going to learn something once and then they're going to be an expert at that. But here's the thing, what we have learned of our history as a human species and also with technology is that things change and we must evolve with it in order to continue to stay on top of it. So please never think that you are going to just immediately know everything there ever is to know about growth, the YouTube algorithm, because things are always changing. Technology is always changing. I mean, you can even think about how we used to have floppy disks back in the day. And now we have things like our cell phones just have storage and we can get things on there like music and stuff and even games, apps, games, you know? So that is really like probably one of the biggest takeaways from this video is never feel like you're going to know it all because the moment you feel like you do, something is going to change. Something new is going to be implemented. So literally never stop educating yourself on this industry because you will never know everything. The next thing I briefly want to touch on is equipment. And honestly, this is the truth. And that's why everybody and their mom says it in their videos is don't feel like you have to have the best of the best. You have a phone, you're ready to go, especially if you're making content where your face and you're sitting here talking like I am right here. You know, never feel like you can't do that. Never feel like you need to go out and buy the most expensive thing in the world. The camera I'm using right now is a Canon G7X Mark II. And I also have a T6i DSLR camera that I film with pretty frequently. Both of these cameras, I think together, probably with all the accessories, were over a couple grand. And I bought those over time. This camera is actually brand new to me. I recently got this and I've been on YouTube for seven years. So never feel like you have to have the best of the best right away. I actually started my gaming channel back in the day on a Mac, a MacBook. Like, 
my videos were trash. They were cut off on all the edges. Like everybody has those small beginnings. And it's honestly a good thing because as you continue to grow and keep learning, as we already stated, you're going to learn more and more about equipment as you go along. I didn't know crap about how to actually film gaming videos. I just did a little bit of research and figured it out that I could use like QuickTime on my Mac and start from there. So that's what I did. And I used my internal microphone. It was oh, those videos. Someday I'm going to pull them from the internet, but like you will learn over time. So be easy on yourself. Don't expect that you're going to have like a camera crew behind you making everything super hyper professional right from the get go. You literally can only have a phone and you will be good to go. Sorry, I was making sure I didn't have anything like on here, like notifications. Um, you will be good to go. A phone is good enough. You can even edit on your phone at this point. They have editing software that you can use your phone for. You can make thumbnails on your phone. You can upload videos from your phone. Um, and honestly, your phone is the most accessible. So if you are out and about and you want to like do vlogging, let's say your phone is perfect. It is the most accessible thing you will always have on you. So I will give you a list of my equipment if you are curious. I will put it both in the podcast description and in this description uh, of the video. If you want to know like what I use for what, I will even put like my Instagram stuff down below too so you know like what programs and things I use for that. So all the links, all the equipment, if you want to get any of it for yourself, feel free to do that. Same with my microphone that I use for this. Um, but again, don't feel like that's necessary because it can be an overtime thing. Um, the next thing I really want to say is again, something that I feel like people really don't talk about. And that is to diversify yourself. Meaning if you are thinking of starting YouTube, especially in 2020, which I think now there has never been a more perfect time to do it. Don't just start YouTube, especially if you're doing like, I am already starting to kick myself in the face <laughs> for not recognizing this sooner. I mean, I've been doing this for a decade and I've only started doing this, which is actually creating my sit down talk videos are all available in podcast form. And that is such an easy thing to do. I'm not creating extra work for myself. It literally takes two seconds to render my video stuff into an audio clip. That's literally all that I do. And then I upload it to my podcast stuff. I might spend, I don't know, I would say probably in total an hour a week. If that, it might even be more like 30 to 40 minutes a week getting four weeks worth of podcast stuff done in one sitting. And that's obviously not like the filming of the podcast and the video, but actually taking the audio from the videos, compressing it into an MP3, pushing it over to my podcast, scheduling it and getting the descriptions ready, literally 45 minutes a month. And I have an entire podcast that runs every single month. If you are making content where you are just sitting down and talking, there is no reason that you shouldn't be diversifying your content because let's be real. We have no idea what the future holds. Tomorrow, YouTube could be gone, kaput, poof, and it just wouldn't be here anymore. Why would you not want something to fall back on, especially if you are career-minded about this and you want this to be your lifestyle or what you want to turn into a career? 
why would you not diversify what you're doing? And then you also will have a podcast. Um, you can also do affiliate marketing, or I think that's what it's called, where like any products that you recommend, you can sign up for Amazon links or other places as well, where if you recommend a product, like my cameras, those are all links that support me. If you purchase any of the products that I list down below, I get a kickback on that. It doesn't cost you extra to use them, but I make a commission off of that. So like if you are looking, especially in the income world of things, the income realm of this, like don't feel like your YouTube ads are the only thing that you're ever going to get paid from. That is very like, I want to say like small minded thinking instead of growth mindset thinking and asking yourself, how can I diversify what I've done here and actually turn it into multiple streams? That is like a whole other topic. I feel like I could cover in an episode in and of itself. So if you want to know more about like multiple streams of income as a YouTube entrepreneur, please leave some comments down below and let me know. Um, come over to the YouTube video if you're listening to the podcast and leave a comment because that's something that I also feel like I know a lot about. I have at one time I had 14 streams of income and I think now we're sitting at like a happy six or seven. So 14 was just too many for me to manage on my own. But just saying, if that's something you ever want a video on, I feel like I know some stuff about that. So don't feel like you cannot diversify yourself push your content to other platforms, even in terms of Twitch. Like if you are into gaming in particular, I talk about gaming a lot because it's something that I have done in the past and I was quite successful at. So I feel like a lot of what I have done reflects that realm of the world. Uh, but even if you're into gaming, like there are things that you can turn into podcasts or start streaming on Twitch a couple days a week or uploading your past broadcasts to YouTube. You know, if you are a Twitch streamer, things like that. So Moving right along, let's talk a little bit about brainstorming. This is actually really important no matter what kind of content creation you are in. This is not just a YouTube rule in my opinion. This is something that you should ultimately do for yourself a thousand percent. And again, if you're on my YouTube channel right now and you want to see a video on this in the future, how I go about this, I would love to talk more about it. But brainstorming for your area, your niche of creation once a month, one day a month, you block this day out of your calendar and it is your day. Now I recommend actually making this day about yourself and like doing things that make you feel good. Get yourself a coffee in the morning. If you like going out for coffee, you know, or, you know, be safe about it, obviously in these crazy times, um, get yourself a coffee, put on a little face mask, you know, paint your nails, get yourself all, you know, presented how you want to be. Um, maybe treat yourself with takeout that day or something. Do whatever feels good for you to treat yourself. Light your your candles, get cozy, wear your PJs or, you know, get dressed. If that makes you feel like show up to your work, how you desire to be in it. Like my work, I'm not gonna lie to you. 90% of the time when I make these podcasts, I don't even wear pants because why do I need to? Um, but some people like getting like full blown dressed up to show up to their work. So do what you got to do. But after you've kind of taken a little care for yourself that day, this I recommend doing because I feel like it helps get the inspiration started when you're well taken care of, but get a notebook or your computer and sit down and I just want you to either research other channels that you feel like are similar to you and see what is out there. It doesn't mean that you're going to copy all of their content and do exactly as they have done. 
it just helps you to become inspired to put your own spin on things. Um, I recommend looking through Social Blade. I recommend looking through, again, channels that are like yours. I recommend studying the algorithm on these days. I study the algorithm probably almost every single day. That's how much I love studying analytics. I love numbers. I'm a sun and moon in the sixth house of Virgo. Like, I love numbers. I love the fine details. I love analytics. That stuff is fascinating to me. So you are going to want to basically set aside, I would say at least, at least an hour, but I would say two, three, four hours if you can. Uh, and you're just going to want to come up with more ideas. And the reason for that is because there are going to be times where you will feel creatively stuck. This is a fact. It will happen. You will become creatively stunted. You are not meant to be in full creative mode every single day of your life. It doesn't work like that. You can be working your dream job and still run out of ideas. So this is extremely helpful because every month you're curating a list of, I'm going to say between 30 and a hundred ideas. And you don't want these to just be like bullshit ideas. Like these are things that you will actually want to do with your time and actually want to make. And, you know, you can even rank them like, oh, I like these ideas the most. And I definitely want to do these. But if I'm running out of ideas, here's these ideas. And honestly, I do this every single month. I take that like sometimes once a week, depending on how I'm feeling, because I like my self-care. I'm a Taurus, you know, uh, and honestly, I feel like I am never at a loss for ideas and something on this same thread that I want to point out to all of you. This is something, again, I feel like I could do a whole episode on this and I just might stop giving your power away to everyone else. It is so, 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 so common, so common and so like accepted in society that every time you go to make a creative move for your business, you ask the opinions of everyone else. I'm not saying that getting constructive criticism or getting outside opinions cannot be valuable because it can, but I'm talking, you want to make a certain kind of video and you want to ask your audience, do you want to see this video or do you want to see this video? That's fine. It's not the worst thing you could do for yourself. It's not wrong. I don't want you to beat yourself up about this. But we need to start trusting our own intuition. You have to start trusting yourself and stop asking for the opinions of others. And the reason for that is because A, you'll be way more respected for it. And B, it helps you to take your own ownership and stop feeling like everything else was everyone else's idea. It actually helps to build your own self-confidence, your own self-esteem, and you start to actually trust yourself in business moves instead of putting that on other people. Now, again, like I said, I don't want you to feel like it's not important to gauge your audience and ask them what they like you know, but don't base every single decision that you're ever going to make off of that. Take it into yourself. The more opinions that you bring into what you're doing, the more that that says that you don't trust yourself. And in this realm and in this field, you have to trust yourself. It is vital to your success that you trust yourself and what you're doing. So, um, the next thing I want to talk about is marketing, <laughs> Marketing yourself. I feel like this is a, I honestly feel like I should go back to school for marketing. I just love learning. I don't even want a degree. I just want to know things. <laughs> but 
marketing. Oh my gosh. I could, I could have made this into its own episode too, but this was supposed to be like a collection. So again, if you want me to go deeper on any of these topics, please let me know which ones like, see, I'm asking for your input, but I'm still making the decisions to share these things first. So just pointing that out, like it's okay for me to ask what you want to see or maybe what you want to see more of perfectly acceptable, but I still trust myself to know when the right time, when I will do it, what I will say, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So <clears throat> when you are marketing yourself now, I feel like these things go hand in hand. And I feel like a lot of society has this limiting belief about marketing yourself that it somehow makes you like a scummy salesperson. And I want to tell you something. Nobody else is going to do it for you. I almost said fucking for you, and I don't know why I stopped myself. Nobody else is going to go harder for you than you will. Nobody else is going to put themselves out there harder than you will. You are your best marketer. Yes, you can hire people to do this for you, but we're talking about getting started on YouTube and like the basics. We're not talking about having a full team. When you are the only person that is responsible for the success of this, you are the person that has to market yourself. And first and foremost, oh my God, please do some research. I see so many people that make incredible content, no matter what field they're in. I see people that make incredible content. They make three videos and they give up because they feel like nobody saw it. And sometimes I've like come across channels, believe it or not, that have zero views and I become their first viewer. And I'm just like, oh, this was so good. I wish more people would see this. And of course I share it. I do what I can, but it makes me really sad when I see this happen because I feel like so many people don't just don't do enough research to know what they're doing wrong. And when you are creating a video, never ever expect that you are going to film this video, upload it and put the thumbnail on it, slap a title that doesn't really matter that much on it. And that it is going to be so hyper successful. I'm not telling you that that doesn't ever happen. But again, the odds are stacked in your favor. You want to actually make the YouTube algorithm work for you instead of against you. And the best way you can do this is to start researching. Like, let's say, for instance, you want to make a video on tips to meditate. The first thing you're going to do once your video is uploaded on private and it's not out yet, you want to go to, and you might even do this before you film the video, but I feel like sometimes when you look at other people's content before you film what you're going to film, it you'll start to base your ideas off of what they've done instead of making it authentic. So I almost recommend doing this after the fact. Create your thing first. Then you're going to go type into the YouTube search bar tips on how to meditate. And then you're, there's little filters on YouTube where you can actually check most viewed and you can sort it by the last month, the last week, whatever it might be. And you can see what is the top hitting video in this niche right now? What is the title of their video? And you can kind of base a title similarly around that. You might even take the top three videos and kind of make a title around that. Do not just copy and paste somebody else's title. It's lazy and it's tacky. Make your own title. I'm not trying to say I've never done this. I'm just telling you that I, as Kelly Stamps would put it, am messy sometimes. And sometimes I have done things in my past and I have learned that it's so much better to be authentic 
and do it your own way, but it's not wrong to take pieces of what's already out there. So the second thing you're going to do now, this, I feel like people actually really don't know about. You can install TubeBuddy, but I don't do that. I don't like that shit on my screen. And the reason I don't do TubeBuddy, it has its perks. Don't get me wrong. TubeBuddy is a fantastic extension that so many people use and so many people stand by. Here's the thing. My mental health is not in a place where I want to see every single other person in my same niche, like blasting past me. Sometimes that makes me feel bad about myself. Not every day. Most of the time I'm really happy for people, but sometimes when I'm having a bad day, it makes me really feel bad about myself. So I don't like having TubeBuddy on YouTube constantly, especially because I also consume YouTube. And so I don't like all these statistics when I'm just trying to enjoy my favorite channels. So what I do instead, and sometimes I do go on and off with installing TubeBuddy. I'm not saying don't ever use it. I think it's a nice extension. It does good things for people. Uh, but it's something that I just don't personally feel like I need 24 seven. Um, but what you can do, at least if you're on a PC, I don't know what the controls are for Mac. I'm very sorry. Is on your keyboard, you can press control U in somebody's video. You're going to click on somebody's video that is like doing what you've done and it's successful. You're going to push control U. And then once it pops up this page, that's all this crazy code, you're going to hit control F and you're going to type in keyword. And then I think it's like the second option. It'll actually show you what this person put as their keywords in the video. So in your video, when you're uploading, there's this like, I think it's on like the first page, you click like show more and there's this whole tag section. And this is where you're going to take some of those tags. You're going to also come up with some of your own, but I would say research two, if not five different videos in this niche and take tags from their videos, the popular videos, but also come up with some of your own. So you want to fill that thing out. Like don't leave, don't just put like three tags in there and expect that that's going to do it for you. You want to fill up the tags. This is why I say uploading seven days a week is crazy. And I don't know how people do it successfully because when you you are actually trying to have this growth mindset and do things that are going to build you and grow you and work the YouTube algorithm. It's work. Like when I upload a video, put a thumbnail on it, all of that, I will spend two to three extra hours, what I call optimizing the video, which is me just making it more clickable, more searchable and getting more people's eyes on it before it even releases. So I hope that helps you. I feel like that is something that people in particular do not talk about is that little nugget of wisdom right there is that research your tags, research your titles. Don't just slap it up there sloppy like. Thumbnails are like book covers. Are you going to pick up something that is uninteresting to you or uninspiring to you? No, probably not. So make your thumbnail interesting. I don't recommend always putting a surprised face on every single thumbnail. Yes, sometimes, unfortunately, YouTube only wants to produce content that has the shock factor. But I feel like if the thumbnail actually depicts what you're getting into and does so in a way that really exhibits your brand, you really can't go wrong with this. You just want to make sure there's clear text and a clear image. I actually don't recommend taking screenshots from your video footage. I would recommend taking your own thumbnail photo. And there are ways that you can actually Photoshop like your Instagram photos to be thumbnails. If you want a video on that, please let me know. Um, that's 
something that I do all the time. If I have a photo that I really love of myself, but it's not big enough for a thumbnail, I have totally messed with that and made it to where it is. Um, it takes work and it doesn't work with every single photo, but if that's something you guys would like to see, let me know. I will consider it. Um, obviously on YouTube, I can't do that in podcast form. Also, one of my cats is in here and just sneezed. I don't know if you heard it. Um, Okay. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk to you about is manifesting it. Now, this is where my spirituality really comes into this. So some people are going to totally vibe and align with this and some people are not. <sighs> I'm about to get really in your face about this. So I hope you're ready because I think out of everything I've talked about today, this is the thing that pisses me off the most is when I hear this from other people. <laughs> you have to stop talking shit about yourself. I know it is so funny to be that person, to be that personality online that just drags themselves constantly. But if you literally are just like, oh, it's not going to happen for me. It's not in the cards for me. My channel's never going to take off. Blah, 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 blah. What you are saying energetically recognize that words are spells. That's why we call it spelling. When you are saying those things, you are literally creating the same spell over and over and over and over. And when you do that, you are literally only hurting yourself. You are only hurting yourself. Let me say that one more time. You are only hurting yourself. You need to stop talking about yourself like that. Remove those phrases from your vocabulary. Because if you want to see success, you have to stop pretending that it's impossible for you. Even if you have to fake it a little until you make it, that's okay. You know, the more work that you put in, manifesting things, in my humble opinion, is like working a muscle sometimes. No, it doesn't mean you get obsessive and so attached to the outcome. That's what we do not want to do. But sometimes if you really can't get your brain to wrap around the fact that like you put out content and there is a chance, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a chance that millions of people will see what you are doing when you see it happen to other people, that is just proof for you that it can happen for you. There is no one in this universe that is special. And I mean that very seriously. There is no one in this universe that is special, that has done something so specific and so perfect, and only they can be rewarded. Only they can be successful. Only they can have millions of viewers. It's never going to happen for me. Bullshit. I want y'all to really think about this. If you constantly have this attitude that it's never going to work out for you, it never will work out for you. You can't keep treating yourself like that. It do, It's never going to help you. And now, obviously, this gets into the realm of mental health. I am not a therapist. I am not a doctor. I cannot advise you what to do to help yourself. But I understand that there are mental health blockers here sometimes that will keep us stuck. And it is your responsibility as an individual that suffers from these things to get the help that you need, whether it is medication, speaking to a therapist, reading the self-help books, 
um, doing the meditations, doing the intentional work, having friends that you can go to to speak about these things with that um, have the space and the time to help you. It is your responsibility to work through those things. No one else is going to do that for you. And so I understand that some people might have a hard time swallowing this one because it's like, well, my mental health is shit and they just accept it and choose to live there. Now, granted, again, I recognize it's very easy to live there. I've been there. I have been suicidal more times than I can count in my life. And I know what it feels like to be there, to feel like there's no hope, there's no help, you're stuck, it's never going to change day in and day out and day in and day out. And at some point, at least for myself, I can only speak from my own experience. I can't tell you what to do for yourself. At some point, I snap and I tell myself, I can either continue this path, I can continue to feel this way, I can continue to do things like this and nothing will change, or I can do something today that's going to change this for me in the future. And so that's what I've done. I've done, I've been, I've done medication. I've been on the medications. I've been to a therapist. I've read countless self-help books. You know, I feel like I've done the internal work. It's called work because it's work. And I'm not saying these things to shame you and make you feel like you have to do these things or your whole life is never going to take off. But I'm telling you, it is if you have the wherewithal, it is your responsibility. If you want this to work for you, if you want to become this, if you want to achieve, and this goes for all dreams. This isn't just a YouTube thing. This is like your life, taking your life into your own hands and making your dreams happen, making things work for you. It is your responsibility to make those changes. No one is going to do it for you. Anyways, I feel like we got really deep there for a second. That's what it is. The next thing I want to say is if you're making content right now, show up like a million people are going to see it. Don't just slap things up that you're not proud of because there's always going to be videos where you're like, yeah, I could put that out. But if you're not truly passionate about it, you need to go all the way back to getting started and ask yourself what your mission is and what your why is. Because if those things aren't aligned with you, why are you even doing it? It does, like to me, maybe that's just me, but to me, that is a life unfulfilled. Like, I would never sit here personally and create the way that I do if I didn't feel passionately about helping other people. That is my true mission. I am so passionate about helping other people that I sit here every single week and I do this. And maybe that just isn't it for you anymore. Maybe at one time you were passionate about it and you're not anymore. And girl, I need to have a sip of this coffee because it's a mood. I got lipstick on, so we drinking it out of a straw today. But that's just the reality is you have to start showing up like millions of people are going to see what you're doing. And if that causes fear, good. Your dreams should scare you. But in, in terms of law of attraction and manifesting and taking control of your situation, the more you show up as you desire to be, the faster that reality is going to link up with you, the faster that that will come in for you. I've already seen this happen in my own life multiple times. The fact that you even have the desire for it is pure indication that energetically on another dimension, it already exists because you are a multidimensional being having a human experience. So... 
that's what I have to say on manifesting and that whole thing there. Ugh. The next thing is to connect. We're almost done. The next thing is to connect. Reply to comments. Reply to every single comment on your channel. Unless it's rude, delete it, you know, get rid of it, move on. Like every comment, heart every comment, respond to every comment. Now, sometimes you get to a point where the comments are overwhelming. And then you, what I do when things like that happen, where the comments on videos are just so overwhelming, you could not possibly answer them all. That has happened to me numerous times in my life. I'm so very grateful that so many people want to speak to me in my comment section. Um, but the thing that I will do is I will set a timer an hour a day, you know, whatever it takes, whatever you feel comfortable with. Maybe it's 20 minutes, two times a day, but you want to like and give a thumbs up to every single comment and respond, even if it doesn't elicit a response. Because again, with the YouTube algorithm, this shows that there is a lot of engagement on your videos and that YouTube likes that. That makes YouTube real happy. So they continue to promote your video thing. I'm going to say this for all y'all in the back, all y'all in the back that go to people's videos and leave your shit in their comment section. It's rude. Stop doing it. Every time I see this on my channel, I mark your comments as spam. Stop doing that. It doesn't help you at all. In fact, if you ever want a creator that is like in your realm to respect you, that might be your colleague someday. And in fact, you could even say if you are both in the YouTube space, they already are your colleague and you have now lost the respect of that person. So good job. Round of applause. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that to yourself. It's not going to help you in the long run if you disrespect other creators on the platform. Now, personally, I don't necessarily mind when other people speak about their platforms. It's when you spam my comments with it. It's one thing to say, hey, I made something similar and I think it's really cool and I would love it if you would check it out. That is going to get you so much farther with me. Most channels won't put up with that. I'm a different person. <laughs> Most channels will delete that and get mad at you. Um, I believe in everybody like I do want to help support other people so it doesn't necessarily make me mad when people do that but if you're doing it on every single video if you're responding to other people in my comments just with the same copy and paste that gets you removed from my channel immediately all of your comments deleted and now you're hidden and you can't do it anymore so don't do that to yourself. Don't you deserve better. You are responsible for putting yourself out there. You are responsible for shouting yourself out. Nobody is going to do that for you. We already kind of covered this. No one's going to go to bat for you harder than you will. But that is not the way to earn the respect of other people in the industry. And it is not the way to get yourself out there. That is the way you get yourself hidden because you can't ban people on YouTube, unfortunately. Um, but that's how you get yourself hidden on channels and people lose respect for you. So please just stop doing that. It doesn't help you. And it just makes people mad at you. The next point I feel like I shouldn't even really have to say, it kind of technically ties into the manifestation stuff. And that is just expect great things. If you constantly expect no one to show up, no one's going to show up. If you constantly expect that your content is never going to go anywhere and that no one's going to like it, that's the reality of the situation. Expect it to do well. Expect it to be seen. Expect great things for yourself because you're worth it. You're worthy. And the universe is a magical place with vast potentials for you at every direction. And the last point is the typical point, and I almost didn't put it in here, and I was like, not Chloe, you have to say it. And that is just be authentic. Be yourself. Be authentic. 
you know, it's great to take inspiration from other people, but the more you become yourself and your own personality, the more people are going to respect you and want to know more about you because ultimately that's what this is about. This way of making content is about connecting with other people virtually. So when you are yourself and you show up as your most authentic self, people will love you for that. People will want to know more of you and you will want to know more of them. I have made some of my best friends because of this crazy industry. So real life connections can be made. People make romantic connections here too. Like it is so crazy the amount of connections you can make here. And I do believe that it is a potential for everybody. I don't think it's made for special people. I don't think that everything I've covered today is all that there ever will be about this topic, but I hope that no matter what I helped you out today, you learned something new that maybe you didn't already know. And I'm sorry if I was, if mama Chloe was hard on you today, but sometimes you just, you just need to hear what I have to say. Okay beat you with my lip gloss. I don't know why I was doing that. It's fine. Um, if you saw the video, you get it. Anyways, I'm going to go drink my coffee before it gets cold um, and go record some more podcasts. So I love you all so, 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 so much. And I will catch you all in the next video. Bye. If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week. Mm -hmm.